0: hey it's your guys from the full sport press podcast we have a full sport press hoodie giveaway to start our weekly fsp newsletter all you have to do is sign up located in the link tree in the
1: bio of the full sport press ig page the link will be live for the next two
2: weeks So just submit your email to the link tree that says newsletter sign up in the bio and you will be entered in to win a full sport press
0: hoodie. That's right, man. Just follow these simple directions for the next two weeks. And don't forget to tell a friend.
2: To tell a friend.
0: To tell a friend. friend That the revolution will be podcasting.
2: Did a lot for the wins Came in a drop on the 10 Now we on top top once again Yeah, yeah, yeah I had to tighten the plan Yeah Got it right in the end, yeah. now me on top, top once again. I don't want it if it ain't love, if it ain't get it away from me. Wait. Who you gon' jack if it ain't uh. us? L.A.B.B. to the bakery, Bank. some niggas mad that I came up. Uh. I know my granny gonna pray for me, hey. it was just us in the vacancy. Wait. We had to get it from A to B. we never felt
3: like this, two seats in the hills, how I felt right, blue sheets are listening the to the Full Sport Press
2: Podcast, featuring hosts Shea Hove, Chef wheezy and Coach Locke. Please enjoy the show.
0: Greetings and salutations. I would like to welcome everybody back, and some of you for the first time, to the Full Sport Press Podcast, the premier sports podcast for the consummate sports fan, and this is your one-stop shop for all sports-related news and topics. I am Jay Ho. It's your boy Big Jeff. Wees in the building. Say what's up. We said what it do. What it do? I'm back. What it do? Back like you left some coach like back in the building. we can What's happening, fellas? How's everybody doing today? Solid, man. Solid, man. We here. Another Solid. one. Solid yeah. as a rock. Solid as a rock. Who who sings that song, Coach?
1: Don't get me the Gloria lying.
0: Gainer. No. Nah.
1: Don't give me the line.
2: That's slide mm. the family stone. Slide the family stone.
0: It might, yeah, it might be right. It might be slide. Yeah. For sure. That's they say keep building up and building up. <laughs> yeah, they do. For sure speaking of building up that's a good segue don't forget to enter the full sport press hoodie giveaway to start our weekly FSP newsletter all you have to do is sign up for the link tree in the bio the full sport press page
2: that transition was high level pod right there you know that was that I mean, was high level pod I
0: mean Hey, we, we've done 343 of these things, so I think yeah. it's about time to. No, I'm just yeah. saying. Right. You got
2: to give your flowers when they come, though. You man. got know sure, what I'm saying? I'm my mm-hmm. Yeah, for mm-hmm. sure. Mm-hmm. Episode
0: 343, man. We're handing out picks, our picks for the 2020 NBA draft.
2: FSP style.
0: Always FSP style.
2: Better, damn,
0: know it. Better, damn, believe Damn right, man. you off a week, Weezy. What you got? Best of the week, buddy. <laughs>
3: Uh oh, my best week for me, man. was stock market this week, man. They uh, it's jumping, it's jumping right now. It's kind of scaring me. I don't know if they're gonna fall down this week, but everything looks good this week. Everything Ooh. looks real good.
0: Did you we, dance this week,
3: we? Is- I didn't little dance this week. Everything, look, everything looked, everything was it good. a Dougie? No, nah, uh, I was bankhead bouncing this week. I ain't do the Dougie yet. I do the Cat Daddy when I do when I start doing Dougie. I sold some stock. What you think? That means I <laughs> sold
1: some stock. <laughs> hey, Weezy, Weezy. We fall down,
0: but we but get we back it. up. You
2: better
0: know it. Damn right. Speaking of, Coach, what you got? Best of the week, buddy. Man, shout out to the alma mater, as I'm currently
1: wrapping TSU. Former tissue basketball and current Houston Rockets player Rob Coverton funds a practice facility for the men's and women's basketball program. Huge deal. Shout out to Rob that's a big deal, man. If you know the TSU sports program, we don't have a basketball facility, so this is going to be a game changer for them. So, shout out to Rob and the alma mater, Tennessee State University.
0: So, Jeff, what you got? Best of the week, buddy. Oh, man, the hits keep coming,
2: man. It's a big, another big boxing weekend. Live on ESPN, we got Terrence Crawford versus
0: Kel Brook. Big boxing. My best of the week is the Fresh Prince reunion special. Will Smith revealed their trailer, and a November nineteenth day on HBO Max as an upcoming special. It's bringing the whole team back, including Aunt Viv, man, the real Aunt Viv for sure. Hopefully, man, lot will see a Martin special like this. The crew can reunite. I know Tommy's not there, but it'll be cool to see um, the whole team back with one of our favorite shows, Uncle Phil. Man, rest in peace, Uncle Phil. Man. Rest in, in peace,
1: like man. Phil. For sure.
2: Yeah. That Uh, scene still hit, don't it? That scene. Every time.
0: Especially. 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 Especially.
2: Especially.
0: Mm. (laughs) (laughs) Worst of the week, Jeff. What you got, buddy? Oh,
2: boy. Uh, So, I got two. College football as a whole is is looking kind of rough right now. Uh, Kids are going to be kids. So, the cases are going to rise in college football. And then there's Florida State. Um, Florida State uh, off another loss this week our best player injures his leg he's done for the year our best receiver is no longer with the team no one says what he did he's no longer with the team and I'm pretty sure eighth year quarterback eighth year senior quarterback James Blackman now wants to transfer uh the shit show continues all
1: Yeah, yeah. I knew he. I mean, this the black man wasn't surprising. I figured that was gonna happen anyway with the sophomore playing like he's playing. I'm not surprised about that at all.
2: That all happened in one morning, Coach. Yeah, one morning. And that all that news happened. It was like like that in one yeah. morning. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: Project living right there, man. Project living right there. What you got, Weezy? Worst of the week.
3: Worst <laughs> week for me was uh uh the old group chat got me this week, man. Uh, you like, I put a meal in the group chat or something. something I cooked or something. And I took a bad photo this week. <laughs> I took, I took a bad photo and uh, let's just say yeah, you can see the, the laughing as it goes on there. The background is real, man. Sean Washington, here, here, Sean Washington <laughs> the background. Shouts to yeah. the group chat.
0: Yeah, the Taliban feet, man, for sure, <laughs> the man. Taliban feet. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> what you got, lock, man? Your worst of the week.
1: Well, man, uh, as everyone knows, the PlayStation Five has been dropping and continuously dropping. So I went to get a PS Five from Walmart, and you know, you wait, you wait, and then boom, it pops in cart. I'm like, I'm good. Click, go cart to cart, the checkout. The box strike again. They jack my cart. So no PS Five, sold <laughs> out.
0: It's old out, man. You should have hollered at me, man. We had you in the dough, man. I didn't know what was going on. My worst of the week also is PS5. The resellers, man. If you get a digital at $399, they're selling them for upwards of $950, $900. Even a headset is reselling for $150, man. This is ridiculous. Um, Have some class botters. That flip is crazy, though. You can't be mad at that, though. Man, man. that flip is crazy. Be mad. Yeah, that flip is crazy. Stat- of the week, we are back. Shout out to Yoski for this fine, my dog, man. Uh, we got one for the hill. Um, we will continue to get another one for the hill too. Don't forget that Yoski. Patrick, real quick, real, real, okay. real quick,
2: I'm gonna go a shout out to Yoski. He's training up his son well. He got his son oh, yeah. already in the mafia. Just want to yeah. throw it out there. Oh, shout
0: yeah. out to you bet. You know, you know, Yoski gonna have his son in the mafia. Um, <laughs> Patrick Mahomes, he reached 100 touchdowns this past Sunday at the age of 25. At the same age, the top two all-time leaders only had 29, which is Drew Brees, and 27 with Tom Brady. Shout out to Yosuke for that fine. Shout out to, hey, shout out to Pat Mahomes, even though his mother is a Donald Trump supporter. Mm. (laughs) Wow,
3: I didn't know that.
1: Yeah, that hurt. That
0: hurt.
2: Well, well, (laughs) well. Never meet your heroes, man. Never meet your hero. Hey. Like Charles
1: Barkley said, man, he's not a role model. Then make sure you check us out on iTunes, Facebook, IG, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, Beyond Pod, YouTube, and, of course, the SoundCloud page to catch up on the full archive of past episodes of FSP. How do you do that? Just search Full Sport Press Podcast. When you get through doing that, make sure you check out the On Deck TV Hip Hop Podcast with Animal Brown and Spike Luke every Wednesday the latest issue is up. The artists we're thankful for. So they're giving you people that they're thankful for in different settings. So y'all make sure y'all check that out and get in with the On Day TV hip hop podcast. Oh,
3: anybody got an RB artist
0: okay. that they're thankful for? Yeah, I do. Snow Allegra, for sure. Ooh.
2: All, All
1: right.
0: Then.
2: Yeah.
0: Okay. Her.
2: I'm thankful for her. Right. Oh, one more. Xavier Omar. Dope mm-hmm. album.
0: Xavier Omar oh, album mm-hmm. is really good. Hope album. Sure. Hey Jeff, no mind. Ooh, see, I was about to, but see, I'm a real one. See. Sure. <laughs> I was, uh, now, I know you're a fan of Rhapsody, but she's not a rapper. I mean, she's not an R. not R-M-C- a mm-hmm. R&B singer. Not at all. Not, not at yeah, all. She can, she can really rap,
3: though. I
1: tell
0: you, she that. can. Really, she can rap very well. Yeah, yes
2: she can rap for sure. Yeah. Yes uh, she can.
0: High rap. <laughs> High Rhapsody. moving right along to the fresher than your average podcast featuring myself and my dog animal brown it's a self-help fashion podcast directly related to improving everyday fashion we have a new fcye ig live coming up soon pull up on us on the ig page check out those would you rocks don't forget to wear your kicks man cop responsibly why are you doing that cop from the patreon page which is the realville family man you can support the entire team, including On Deck TV, Full Sport Press, fresher your Average, and much, much more. Be on the lookout for more things related to that, man. Episodes are up right now. Support the team, man. Most definitely. Jeff. Yes, sir. You have 10 good wrestling seconds, I assume, don't you? Oh, yeah. Yeah, let's go. All right, before we get started,
2: this week's 10 good wrestling seconds is brought to you by Skill Wing Workouts. Make sure you follow them across all social media at Skill Wing, and don't forget to download the Skill Wing app to cover all your training needs, receive alerts on the hottest drop in athletic wear, and plenty of content to motivate and inspire you. As they say at Skill Wing, help us, don't hurt us. Now, on to the 10 Good Wrestling seconds. WWE, they got to do better. Right as we released, right as we were going to recording, they released Zelina Vega. Y'all probably like, who is Zelina Vega, Right. Selena Vega was outspoken on Twitter saying that she supports WWE pushing towards unionization. Why is that a big thing? This year, WWE has started an initiative to cut back on their performers outside checks. So basically they were having wrestlers that were signed to contracts with them, starting YouTube pages, Twitch accounts, only fans, things like that. And getting bags doing personal appearances and getting bags. Outside of wrestling matches, WWE said, Nope, cut all that out. If you're on contract with us, either basically a 360 deal, either break bread with us and give us money for that, or you're out the door. She voiced her displeasure about that on, on Twitter and within 10 minutes was released from her contract. This is the first domino to fall. There are wrestlers making upwards of six figures outside of the ring that WWE is starting to import it and you know, trying to take advantage of. This is going to be a big deal, man. This is going to be a big story going forward. follow up on that, make sure you catch us every Thursday, 808s and chest shots. We're going to talk about this a lot more in depth, man. Make sure. He's trying
3: to to get the XFL money back, man. He lost a lot of bread.
2: (laughs) He he lost a lot of bread, for sure. Uh, They've had two consecutive quarters in the black. Ain't losing no bread over there. Mm. Ain't losing no bread. Mm. That's what make it look
0: even worse. That's crazy. But we'll tweet us the questions throughout the week at Full Sport Press, man. Don't forget to comment and give us a thumbs up or a thumbs down on the YouTube page, on the iTunes page. Please rate and subscribe. And more importantly, don't forget to tell a friend. To tell a friend.
1: Tell a friend. To tell a friend.
0: That the revolution will be podcasting. And before we start with the first half, Wheezy, do you have a yellow box of Cheerios award recipient for the listeners?
3: I do this week. It's, it's a rough one. Uh, this week's, uh, award recipient is, a. Uh...
0: Aubrey Graham, also known as Drake. Also known as Drake, for sure. Drake celebrated his birthday last month. He rang in 34 with family and friends. Part of the festivities, including a gathering with some of those friends. And the menu from the event is going viral because of its strange selection that includes mac and cheese. With raisins. What? Oh, hell. The dish was described on the menu as having, and I quote, sun-dried tomatoes, capers, raisins, and parsley. Now, many noticed that the peculiar mac and cheese combination might have just been a typo, as the destination for a grilled cauliflower option was above with the same ingredients. Not so much. They both included raisins. Looks like people. Are not at all phased by what happens in 2020 anymore. Explain yourself, Drake. Explain your boy Weezy. You're the cook of this prestigious podcast. Why in the hell would you put raisins in mac and cheese?
3: I don't know about the raisins. Um, nah, I, I can't explain that one. It's a lot of trends going on. A lot of people hop on a different come A lot of trends, but raisins in the mac and cheese. It's just something you don't do. I'm pretty sure his dad from Memphis wasn't doing that. I know, I know, pops from Memphis wasn't eating them mac and cheese with raisins in it. I know he wasn't.
0: He dresses himself too. Drake wanted to let you know that he dresses himself for sure. He <laughs> shows. Yeah, we gotta, <laughs> we gotta
3: get that out to you, big dog. It's gonna yeah, be a. Uh, yeah.
0: I'm I gonna hand to that
3: deliver time. that. I'm gonna, ta- I'm taking it to the mailbox myself, so it'll be there when it get there. But I'm trying to save you, but it, it's
0: gonna get there.
1: Too late. Can't save him with that one.
0: Nah, for sure raisins
1: that's nuts
0: that ain't it for sure it just lets me know man that um you know what never mind i'm not I, even go yeah there. yeah you guys ready to yeah, get started yeah. the first half yeah let's do that let's yeah. do that growth
3: <laughs> the first half is underway full
0: sport press first half the hottest sports news of the past week like we do each and every week here at the full sport press podcast before we get started i am j-ho
2: it's your boy big jeff
1: it's your boy Weezy. what you do it's your man, Coach Lock.
0: Lock, where can they find you on social media, my brother?
1: Man, the same place: IG and Twitter. Lock underscore the underscore great. That's T H A. Get
0: at me. Yeah, yeah. What about you, Weezin?
3: I'm at FSP underscore Weezon on IG. And I'm at How Weezy on Twitter. I love him.
0: Most definitely, man. Jeff, what about
2: you, brother? I'm Jay Easley eighty four across all social media platforms.
0: Sure, and on those same, I am J-Hove on Instagram and Twitter. Have a conversation with me on Twitter. Let's figure some things out, man. Things are going crazy. Let's figure it out. Let's talk about it. Most definitely. Wheezy, you are back with another three and out. Let yeah, the people scurry. hear, it, man. what they give you, man?
3: I asked for five, but they gave me three. And uh last, well, this week, a lot of quarterbacks had great performances, and some quarterbacks had... Uh, Number one, Aaron Rodgers, man. 25-31, 305, four touchdowns, zero interceptions, a pass rating right of 147. Great game. Great game. Number two, Lamar Jackson went 19 for 23. 170 yards. Zero touchdowns, zero interceptions. But he won the game. It's a lot of fantasy on He pissed off. He pissed off. Tell me about it. <laughs> he pissed off. Number two, that boy Tom Brady, the golden boy. 22 for 38, 209 yards, zero touchdowns, and three intercepts. Anybody want to guess his quarterback rating? 19. 42. For his quarterback rating. That's my three and out this week. Yeah, man. Glad
0: to have you back, William.
3: What's that word? Uncharacteristic? There it is. There you go. There you go. Yeah. You
0: just have somebody in your ear. You got the plug in here. Yeah, yeah. mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Hey, hey in Jeff. Boy, we're moving on up. We got people talking in the people's hey. ears now. Yeah, we're we getting, hey. we yeah. getting there. Yeah. yeah. Shout out to the
2: <laughs> back room. Shout they got to- him
0: right. They got him <laughs> right. Shout out to the back room. They took care of Weezy right there. Jeff. Yes, sir. You are up again, man. Fancy football breakdown. All right. So it's week 10, y'all.
2: So playoff positioning is still a thing. All right. Game of the week. Number four seed, myself, Winston's eye exam Versus the number five seed Now watch God Both of us are five and four Needing this win for playoff positioning And playoff dominance And appearances uh, Right now, I am up 11 points Because of Derrick Henry's subpar performance On Thursday Night Football And projected, Sean Walsh is projected To win by two points So we'll see how that works out Up next, TB12 memory loss The 72, shout out to D-Harris is going against preseason champ one time for Shane. Uh, Diaz is scheduled to is projected to win that one, but we shall see. Next, we got you choose a side one time for Weezy at three and six. First, K Star Mike one time for Cam at two and seven. Uh, Cam is projected to win that one. Uh, but Weezy's you know got a shot, he got Tua. Two, two is his quarterback, so we'll see how that plays out for Weezy. <laughs> Coach's corner at four and five as, as an HC versus Vandalay International. One time for Reagan. Again, Reagan's paying attention now, guys. Um, he's competitive. Again, he's three and six, but he's been, he's been competitive, though. And he's actually, coach, shout out to Coach Wayman. He's projected to win this one by a slim margin, so we shall see. And Big Draco, four and five. Shout out to Chad. First, show me them TDs. One time for him. No, he's listening. Baham is 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 being competitive at four and five. You know, he's in there after a after a draft that we all were a little worried about this team. I think we all can say that, but he's competitive right now. Ooh, Big Draco's uh, scheduled to win by 30 piece. So we'll see. It's projected to win by 30 piece, so we'll see how that plays out. And lastly, Kanye at 2024. 20, child A B eight and one versus A Royale with the Cheese at six and three. This is going to be a bomb burner, so we'll see how that plays out. A.B. is projected to win that one, but we shall see. That is your week 10
0: fantasy football update. Sure, man. Shout out to the guys, man. Good luck to everybody, man. Fuck fantasy football. Oh, wow. Um, <laughs> damn right. <laughs> you damn right. Let's move on to the NBA. Russell Westbrook turned 32 on Thursday. The team that currently employs him, the Houston Rockets, wished him a happy birthday on social media. It remains to be seen, though, whether the Rockets will give the NBA's just favorite player, 2016 Most Valuable Player, what he reportedly wants most for his birthday, and that is to leave Houston. After firing Mike D'Antoni and the hiring of Steven Silas, the Rockets are in a state of turmoil. Fellas, does Houston have a problem? Yeah, and it's
3: more than Russell Westbrook. Is it, uh, like like Jay said, is it James Harden? Is it, is, it, is it him? And that's hard for me to say because that's my guy. I, I don't understand it. But I don't like the hype that, you know, I don't – people saying the Clippers want Russell Westbrook, and I don't believe that either. I don't believe – I think it's his agent making up smoking mirrors.
2: The reason why I think the Clippers do want Russ is because they need a third guy that can be a second guy because their second guy – sometimes isn't there mentally to be the second guy. One thing you can say about Russ, no matter if you're up 20 or down 20, Russ is going to play. You got to give him that much. He's a long way from the MVP. He's closer to a, you know, he's at 32 right now. The athleticism may not be what it once was, especially coming back from that injury. I don't know. Houston either needs to press a hard reset or double down and do it again this year because you're not going to get much back for Russ for for his contract is going to uh, what you would want back for that contract, and if you trade Rush, you might as well trade James as well because what's the point? And I don't think you're going to do both of those and then expect your expect your fans to show up to the game. So you kind of had a catch twenty two: either you blow it all up, or you you just double down and play this year.
1: Yeah, Houston has a problem because of what they're going to do. Like Jeff kind of mentioned, they're going to get rid of Harden and they're going to get rid of, the rest of bro so they're going to rebuild. Fans are not going to like it because they're going to see, oh, we're getting rid of James Harden, and all they see is what he does in the regular season. They're not going to look at the bigger picture, how they are blowing it up to rebuild and start over. Because at this point, they have to start over. The The thing they tried to do with going small and give rid of Capella, it didn't work. They brought in Russ. It didn't work like they thought it was. Was that because of injuries? Maybe it was. But it didn't work.
0: Definitely over there. Ain't no question. Um, This is very, very, very similar to a conversation we had last year. Very, 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 very similar. I remember sitting on this and was like, yo, dang, man, Chris Paul don't look like himself. You know, we've seen the best of Chris Paul. Dang, man, Chris Paul's done. The year before that, it was, dang, man, mellow done, man. Shit's crazy, man. You know, they're about to do this to Russell Westbrook the exact same way. This isn't all on Russell Westbrook. This is 100% James Harden. And you know what James Harden came out and said literally two hours ago? I'm not going anywhere. I'm committed to staying with the Houston Rockets. I did not demand a trade. They're about to trade Russell Westbrook for Paul George. Straight up. That is going to be the trade. And then you'll see Russell Westbrook playing with the Clippers and they're going to be he's going to you know be like, "Man, this is 2017, Russell Westbrook. He's he, you know he's a vegetarian now. Hell, I ain't got shit to do with that. It's James Harden. You get with him, your career is done, man. Done. He's Westbrook's 32 years old. He's fine. He can still play basketball. You know what he can't do? He can't play basketball with James Harden, man. And that is his two back-to-back season with trade demands. So, and Jeff is 100% correct. His trade value is at its lowest. You know who else's trade value is at its lowest? Chris Paul. You know who else's trade value is at its lowest? Carmelo Anthony. It's James Harden. And soon the Rockets will figure that out and see that they wasted all their money with a shit player for sure.
1: We're going to switch to the NFL here. The NFL's Rooney Rule Roo was established in 2003 to address remarkable racial disparities between players and coaches and management, but it has been deemed widely ineffective by a variety of critics. The league currently employs four minority head coaches, two minority general managers, and two black offensive coordinators, although 70% of NFL players are black. The NFL's 32 owners and of legal officials approved some new procedures that will require teams to interview at least at least two external minority candidates for head coaching jobs, interview one external minority candidate for coordinator, general manager, and senior football operational positions. Is this new rule that they added to this going to help change how things have been going in the NFL?
3: No, I don't think so. I'm making sure to sweet. No, I don't think so. It's just me.
2: It's just weird, like it's weird that they have to do this still, but it's the NFL I mean, who's surprised I guess I, I don't think it I don't think it changes much. I
0: don't a couple of good things my dad said in my life. this is one of them uh, this, is, this is like putting lipstick on a pig, man. Uh, doing this will make things harder for the minority person that's hired at the job. The minute they walk into the door, were they hired because they were the best option or a good option so you can get an extra draft pick in a league that is roughly 75% African-American? What about taking that Rooney rule a little step further? What about if a team gets to three finalists, right? And if one of them isn't a non-white, they would have to scrap and start over. It's much more of a method that's used in the corporate world in two decades, man. It's the same exact number of coaches, despite, like Locke said, Gary B. being a top flight assistant. Like the best person, that he should have been a head coach three years ago. Black coaches don't get those opportunities at any position and black GM sure in the hell ain't getting the opportunity. So make it a little harder, man. Pause.
1: Yeah, this is not gonna change anything. Like Jeff mentioned, just gonna put another step in there because at the end of the day, They'll just say, yeah, we did it. We interviewed them. We, You know, we brought them in. And then they're going to go with somebody else. And we're going to be in the same position. You're going to have the minority coaches stuck at the coordinator positions when they are highly qualified.
2: It's be like Matt Patricia and Jim Caldwell. You just play that situation over your head over and over again. My goodness. Anyway, let's keep it in the NFL. <laughs> let's talk about Lamar Jackson. Last year, the Baltimore Ravens took the NFL and the world sports world by storm. Lamar was the MVP, they had the Russian title for a quarterback, big trust, looked dynamic every time he was on the field. This week, he was on the Rich Eisen show, uh, this Wednesday actually, saying they're calling out our plays, stuff like that. Rich Eisen was you know, asked again. He said, they know what we're doing. Sometimes stuff won't go our way. They're beating us to the punch. So Rich even asked him to go a little bit further with it. He said, "Yeah, they definitely know our stuff, like run and stuff like that. They watch out for this, watch out for that. They call it at the line of scrimmage. Is this a big deal that Lamar Jackson's voice voicing his displeasure for his coaching staff and the play calling on the Rich Eisen show? I don't think that's an
3: excuse. Uh, I mean, everybody knows everybody's plays. I, I, I'm surprised he even said that on Rich on,
1: on the show on live TV or live radio. I'm surprised he said that. Opposing teams know the offensive plays because they watch film. That's why you have film." That's why you study film, so you will know the tendencies of the teams, whether it's going to more than likely be a run or a pass. Cam Newton has a video out there in the middle of the game where he calls the play, and before the pre-snap, one of the defenders says they're about to do this, and then Cam says, oh, yeah, we are. Well, watch this. So this is nothing new. Players have been calling out plays forever. It's just a matter of you adjusting and you going on with it. So this looks bad for Lamar to me because you're the only quarterback saying they know our plays. Yes, everybody does that. That's why we watch film Lamar.
0: Lamar is just frustrated, y'all. And the main reason is the Ravens' fault. They haven't given the weapons. He needs to maximize his talents. They put so much money into the defense and stacking up that defense that they forgot about Lamar. You know his number one wide receiver is, is a tight end, Mark Andrews. His number one true wide receiver is Willie Snead. You can't. Your number one can't be Hollywood Brown. He's 138 pounds. He has to cover up the flaws of his offensive teammates. He can't do that. They should have been in the trade market for a wide receiver during the trade deadline. They were not. They got Des Brown coming off an Achilles. That's not enough. It's not enough. It's time for Baltimore to do exactly what Jeff's team did, the Buffalo Bills. And help out their fucking quarterback. Get a Stefan Diggs. Make it happen before you lose the talent and also you lose the locker room because now people are looking at everybody so weird, man. So help this kid out. Get him a number one. He don't have a number one. Hollywood is a two, at the most.
3: And one thing about Lamar Jackson, I think somebody got in his ear or probably said, oh, "Man, you gotta you gotta quit running like you used to, man. They're gonna hurt you out there." I think all they got in his head, they want to he want to be a pocket passer, which is good. Make like
2: somebody miss a go. I agree with what you guys are saying, but I also think you pay those coordinators a lot of money to create wrinkles in the offense. So if you know I'm if I'm lining up with two tights or three tights, one back and one receiver, or I'm lining up in two tights, two receivers to the left, you know, how I'm doing it, you know where I'm going, give me a play action out of that. Give me a zone read out of it. Give me another option to do to where when I see the defense,
0: I can I can react to it. What if, I, though, Jeff, though, what if that wide receiver on that play action zone read is Willie Sneed?
2: No, no, I agree with talent. I agree with what you're saying with talent. But when, when the offensive coordinator was asked, is Lamar able to call audibles at audibles at the line? His response is, we talk about that. Not is he's empowering his quarterback to read the defense and see what's going on. He's saying, ah, right, we talk about it. That means that's someone who's holding their playbook close to the vest and want to be want to take the credit for it. You got to let this, let this kid go and add wrinkles to it because you, if you watch these games, pe- people do know what they're doing and they don't have a plan B. They're just holding on, like Jay said, and, and keeping the defense afloat. Hope but the defense keeps them afloat, excuse me. So I don't know. I don't know if that's a schedule for success. I really don't.
0: They know what Patrick Mahomes is doing every time, but guess what he got? He got Kelsey, he got Tyreek kill. We got Demarcus Robinson. He got okay.
2: Sam That's true, but the difference is they'll do something completely different every game. If you think they know what they're doing, okay, we'll run the ball twenty times. You didn't think we're gonna run the ball twenty times? Then they did, or they'll line up in some crazy formation, do a split, and then run the play. Like they'll do all these things to throw the defense off a little bit, just a little bit.
0: Right. They got
3: to they gotta let Lamar be, Lamar be Lamar, man. No spy can, can keep him in the pocket if he don't want to be in the pocket. I promise you they can't.
0: We're talking about the Ravens like they the damn 49ers or something. They still can win their division, man. That's, That's true. Fine. Mm-hmm. That's true. Yeah, that'd be fine. Y'all ready for halftime? Let's get it. Mm-hmm. All right.
3: We're at the midway point. Enjoy all of the halftime festivities.
0: Halftime in case you missed it. The Ironman triathlon is one of the most taxing sport events in human history. And this past weekend, history was made. Before we do that, let's break down the Ironman competition. The race begins with a 2.4-mile ocean swim. It's bad enough in its own right. Then competitors have to hit the road for a 112-mile bike ride. And finally, Mm. if those two weren't torture enough. Competitors have to complete a full 26.2 marathon run. It is considered, of all sports challenges, the most strenuous for sure. Well, Chris Nikich conquered it. Special Olympian Chris Nitschik, at 21 years old, entered the Guinness Book of World Records by becoming the first person with Down syndrome to complete the event. Nikich completed the race in 16 hours, 46 minutes, and 9 seconds He had been training for the race for the last year and promised on his IG page he was working towards a bigger challenge in 2021. Nikic is using his newfound fame to direct people towards his personal website where they can purchase merchandise with 100% of the profits going towards various charities that support Special Olympics and people with Down syndrome. So shout out to Chris Nikic for completing that because Chris, if you are watching or listening... I cannot complete that right now myself. So come it would take me maybe three or four days for Chris, sure. If yeah. you're listening,
1: I couldn't complete one third of that right Thank now. You coach the whole Thank thing. Just just pick one. I couldn't complete Whichever one. Whichever one you want to pick, I could complete it. Nine you one. know how hard it is to swim two and a half miles man, in a that's pool.
2: That's
0: in the pool. Insane. But you in the ocean? This man the ocean, dog. Shout <laughs> to Chris. He's a beast. I ain't got it. half. I, ain't got no. it. I don't got half of them, especially oh. not in sixteen hours. I don't give I, a damn. I can't run a half a mile, let alone with them to twenty six. Great point. That's a great point you made right there. We, you guys, ready to get started the second half? Let's, Let's do. Go. it. Let's get it.
3: The second half is underway. Full
0: sport. Breath. Second half the twenty twenty NBA mock draft episode three hundred and forty three. Before we get started, I am Jay Ho.
2: It's your boy Big Jeff. It's your
0: boy Weezy. The way you do. It's your man, Coach Locke. (laughs) Locke, man, the 2020 NBA draft is mere three to four days away by the time you're hearing this. Final preparations are being made by teams. Prospects are giving out their final interviews and workouts. And the dust is starting to settle as the picture of the 2020 NBA draft comes into focus. That's our cue every year, like clockwork. A little later this year, a lot later this year, five months later this year, to give our final projections on how we expect draft night to unfold. Now, there will inevitably be movement on draft night and perhaps ahead of draft night as teams position themselves. But this mock, FSP style, is a straight shot of where teams currently stand. And that gives them context to what range prospects may be drafted, And in what positions, groups, teams may look to upgrade? Now, barring any trades, this is the 2020 NBA mock draft. How things will go down the night of November the 18th on ESPN. It will be a virtual draft, the first one of its kind. Number one pick, man. The Minnesota Timberwolves are now on the clock, man. Let's get it, fellas. Who's your pick and why? LeVar told us
2: years ago, prophecy fulfilled this week we know who it is the young man the young man who would change a franchise who will alter the league young lamello ball will be the first pick hands down
1: i second that uh, i don't second that the first pick will be anthony edwards he's loaded with talent he does have some question marks around his maturity but he will go perfectly as the wing to go with d and cat in minnesota
0: I also have Anthony Edwards shooting guard out of Georgia. The Timberwolves have made the playoffs just one time in the last 16 years, guys. The number one pick has a good chance that they're going to find Carl Anthony Towns, some significant help. Like, like mentioned, he has the star potential and the physical ability and he's a clutch member to get this ball rolling for sure. So him and D'Angelo Russell have to figure out a way to complement each other. Anthony Edwards, man, lethal attack for the Minnesota Timberwolves. Number two, the Golden State Warriors on the clock. Who's the pick and why? Number
3: two from Memphis, Tennessee. James Wiseman, center, versatile, run the floor, block shots, seven-one. Why not? This is why not go uh,
2: to a ja- super duper team. <laughs> this is JaVale McGee. What? Uh, with talent, you know what I mean. Like, so they won a championship with JaVale McGee. So you put this kid out there who's gonna who who has the chance to then become the cornerstone of the office as you take you know stuff out the glue gun land clay out the glue gun land and things like that as 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 the years go on right not anytime soon but as the years go on so you have a guy you look up and get a guy right now with Wiseman who can mature as a player and not have to be in the spotlight then when his when it's his time I like Kawhi Leonard he's right there for you.
1: I'm on third those things that you guys said. James Wiseman's going number two right here. What he does is on the defensive end, now you have a big that can guard the actual five and not put Draymond in that smaller situation. He feels the need they'd have at center.
0: Sure, man. I got Wiseman as well with that perimeter covered by Stephen Clay. Wiseman, he's gonna terrorize the rim. Like Jeff said, he, you know, I wouldn't say Javel McGee with an upgrade, but he still helped the Warriors with some explosive athleticism, and the upside is insane. A key ingredient for their core players going into their 30s for sure. Moving on to number three, the Charlotte Hornets are on the clock. Who's the pick and why? Number three for me is Anthony Edwards, man. Versatile player, loads,
3: loads of talent. And
2: yeah, here's, here's Dwayne Wade for you. In Charlotte, he's your Dwayne Wade-type player. You get scared Terry back there with him, teach him how to be a pro. Anthony Edwards, man, number three pick.
1: Number three pick right here for me is LaMelo Ball. This is where he goes. They pair him with Devontae Graham, who could be a good backcourt. Devontae Graham is coming into his own. Charlotte needs a star, and LaMelo Ball is going to be that guy.
0: Wouldn't say Lamelo Ball is gonna be a star. Um, this is Michael Carter Williams.
2: All star three years. Bet that.
0: Whatever you want to bet, whatever you want to bet. He fuck We're around never. I mean
2: he could show up. All star three years.
0: Dude, he'd be, listen, at the best, at his best, he's Michael Carter Williams. Um, anyway, you got to play defense. You got him play the defense. It's Lamelo Ball, the third pick, though. Charlotte has to feel good about discovering Devontae Graham. You just can't let 6'6", six, 6'7", six, six, slow defender pass you, man. So I'm going with a mellow ball right here. He'll give the Hornets uh, a, a key piece. He's a role player, just like his brother, for sure. Number four, the Chicago Bulls are on the clock. Who's the pick-and-why guy? Number four, the going to Jay's
3: team is Denny. Abdesia. There
2: it is, that guy. I have Abdesia as well. He's 6'9", from Israel, going to Chicago. It's the Luka Doncic effect. No one wants to miss out on the next great player coming from overseas like that. So they're going to start drafting these players off of, you know, just off the Luka, Luka Doncic effect. That's all it is.
1: Yes, the Bulls will take Denny right here. The only thing is they will need someone to help him score so he can really show his playmaking skills. If they don't do that, he's going to struggle early. He'll eventually be fine, but if they can get someone that can help score, then he will look even better. But he will go to Chicago Bulls right here for.
0: Yeah, this is my team, man. We're back picking near the top of the draft for the fourth straight year. This time we have a new GM to make this selection, and he will pick Abdesia, 6'9", small forward, shooting guard. Just a playmaker, man, nice handle. Can prove his shot a little bit and eat that, but he will fit into this roster nice. We've always looked for a three. We still haven't found that three since Scottie Pippen. Luau ding helped out for a couple of years, but you know how that happens. So, yeah, man, give me Abhijian, man. I'm excited about it. I think it'll work. Number five, the Cleveland Cavaliers on the clock. Who's the pick and why?
3: Number five pick for me is Obi Toppin, man. He First of all, he's freakish, athletic. Run the floor. I think this this is my favorite play in the draft. I think um, some people think he's a one hit wonder. I we don't know yet.
2: Okay, Weezy. Um, let's stop sharing notes. I have Obi as well I'm going to Cleveland to help out. That front court is going to look a lot different by the time he gets there because Kevin Lowe's is going to be gone. Tristan Thompson is gone. All that. So it's going to be white. It's going to be a youth movement in Cleveland for the next few years. Just get, just get that nucleus together with young Sexton and Adair's Garland and things like that. So shout out to Obi
1: I have a center going here as well, but I have Onyeka Okungwu from USC. And like Jeff mentioned, they are looking to get some young talent there, but he's a prospect whose skill sets fix them. You know, he fixed the NBA and he could go as high as three, depending on what happens, but we're not mentioning those things. But He's going to be a guy that can step in and take over that center role and go with the young talent, the young goon, Darius Garland that Weezy mentioned.
0: My pick here is Obi Toppin as well from Dayton. Cleveland has used top 10 picks on guards in consecutive years. They have to get a big here. Obi Toppin, uh, who won't be a good basketball player in the NBA, but will be an excellent rim runner uh, for Darius Garland to throw lobs to and Their other playmaker who will probably won't be there as well, which is Colin Sexton. This team's going to hell. The whole team they'll go, they'll keep DG, they'll keep uh Kevin Porter Jr., and they'll build the team around them and Obi Toppin for sure. Number six, we have the Atlanta Hawks. Man, who's the pick and why they're on the clock? Wanna go first,
2: Joe? Sure, I this is why I have and on and Cargou going from USC to, to the Hawks. To continue that youth movement down there. Um, give Trey a player in the paint to, to look to. Um, he shot sixty-one point six percent from the field in his one season in USC. Hey, shout out to Trey Young, got you a player now.
3: All right, my pick on number six was Tyrese Halliburton. Not not he's not going to cause this is not going because he's a shooter, he's going for his defense, man.
1: He can play good defense. This is where have Obi Toppin from Dayton dropping too. You know They they do have John Collins, but they're going to need some more youth to go with that young team, and it's going to be somebody that, if it doesn't pan out as well, they can still have John Collins, or if it comes out and goes like they want it to, they might end up getting rid of John Collins to get something later on. So I have Obi Toppin going right here to the Hawks.
0: I have Tyrese Halliburton going here. Um, Like Weezy mentioned, They need a defensive playmaker who can fit alongside Trey Young in the backcourt. Here's the thing with him. He just is a consistent scorer and a shooter. You need somebody. You draft Cam Reddish. You draft DeAndre Hunter. Who can play defense? You add in Halliburton with that, man. Kind of takes the pressure off of Trey Young. So I love that, man. They don't need a big. I don't like that because they have John Collins, and they paid uh, Clint Capella a lot of money for that trade. So can't see him getting a big, but it could happen as well. Number seven, the Detroit Pistons are on the clock. Who's the pick and why? Number seven pick, Detroit Pistons. This is for
3: AB's team, Killian Hayes, two-year player. I think Detroit. is coming. He, he's coming off of. He's, he's going to help Derrick Rose coming off of, off a of productive season, playing the backcourt with Derrick Rose, Colin Hayes.
2: Some people have him going higher than that. I, you know, I like this. I like this highlight film. Coming from France, I like I like what I saw. He's got it. Um, that three-point shot is what's going to keep him in the league. If he gets that down, yeah, he, D- D- Detroit's going to look up on something here with him. So I got Killian Hayes going right there.
1: I have Patrick Williams going here from Florida State. He has elite physical tools. He is one of the youngest players in the draft, but he's a combo forward. So I have Patrick Williams from Florida State going right here at number seven to the Pistons.
0: This is where I have Onyeka Kongwu from USC dropping, rumblings from the Pistons that, you know, they needed to add another big man, clearly. Um, They haven't had one since the Andre drummond Blake Griffin experiment didn't didn't work out at all. They only have Griffin and Thon Maker on the team, so got to be a big here. I think he's arguably the best rim protector in the entire class. So Kongwu, man, is going here. McDonald's All-American, USC. Number eight, the New York Knicks are on the clock. Who's the pick and why?
3: Isaac Okoro, man, they need a they 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 need a guard, man. They they can't pick guards, so hopefully they can get one right with this one.
2: I have Tyrese Halliburton going here. Uh, the Knicks need a guard. I plan put them, put them beside put him right alongside R.J. Barrett. I think this is going to work out for them. Keep that from Iowa State. Keep that youth movement going in the Knicks. Hope they got a good plan together for those guys.
1: I have a guard going here as well, Jeff, but I have the point guard from France, Killian Hayes. He's 6'5", and he's type of the big ball handler that and creator that they can use in New York. They need a better guard. So I have Killian Hayes from France going here.
0: I have Isaac Okoro going here. The Knicks needed a guard. They missed out on those. And they can't afford to reach right here what they've done in the last seven drafts. So take a three and D guy in a Coro step in and contribute as a defender. Nay one. You also have to think, you know, with some unrealized potential, there's no summer league, guys. You're going to need a guy that's going to step in day one in a Coro and these picks are going to be a little bit more of a safer pick throughout this entire draft, for sure. Number nine, the Washington Wizards on the clock. Who's the pick and why?
3: This is where I got the kid from USC uh, going, Oyeka Akamu. He's a live finisher, man. He he's gonna fit in. He's gonna fit in good with Bellic Bill, John Wall. Uh, very, very versatile. Uh, he's a he's a big he's a big upgrade for the defense because they have no defense on that team right now. So we're gonna go with him, Akamu from USC. <laughs>
2: Uh, I have Isaac Okoro going right here. Good defender. Help spearhead that second team that's going to come off the bench for them. You know, give them a solid number three punch. You know, some guy where he can get his skills together and learn behind Wall and Brad Beal because, you know, that trade room is going to start flying for both of those guys here pretty soon. I got Isaac Okoro going right here.
1: I agree, Jeff. I also have Isaac from Auburn going here. Like you mentioned, he's great on defense, he can pass the ball. And he's a winner, which they need right now in D.C. They need a winning mentality. And he's going to be a perfect fit for the wing for them. So I have Isaac Okoro from Auburn going here also.
0: And this is where I have Killian Hayes going. man. John Wall's contract is still there. It's not going anywhere until he has an all-star year. That's the all-star for the Eastern Conference. Book it. Um, anyway, but this might be the perfect timeline for Killian Hayes to develop into the start. He's only 19 years old with the potential to be a starting point guard in this league, left-hander. He's unusually refined for his age. Um, he'll fit right in, man. This could be the starter that they have in the waiting once they find a way to trade John Wall. All right, let's move on to number 10, the Phoenix Suns. They are on the clock. Who's the pick and why, Jeff?
2: I got, I was on the fence about this one, man, but I got Aaron Naismith going right here from Vandy, Weezy's guy. He might be the best shooter in this draft. Might be. And Devin Booker with another shooter, with that young nucleus, maybe getting another point guard. Watch out, man. I I don't know. This might be the one. I don't know.
1: This is what have Tyrese going from Iowa State. Devin Booker needs a point guard. He's a great defender, and he makes plays, which will make it easier for Devin Booker. So I have Tyrese from Iowa State going right here with Phoenix.
0: I have Sadiq Bay going here from Villanova. Phoenix goes wing again here. Uh, they just need a guy, man, that can help out the defense. The team, only person on that team that plays legitimate defense is Kelly Oubre. He might not be there. And the cherry on top, this guy can shoot at a high level. Made 45% of his threes last year, so – Give me Sadiq Bay from Villanova.
3: I want Sadiq Bay too, from Villanova. I like him. I like the Naysmith pick, though, Jeff, but I like Sadiq Bay too.
0: Sure. So we move on to number 11, the San Antonio Spurs are on the clock. Who they got, Jeff?
2: He just screamed Spur to me, Devin Vassell. Made 41% of his three-pointers at FSU. wing got some size on him. If, if if the Spurs stay put with their team, he's going to help them make a playoff push.
1: I agree, Jeff. I had Devin going here out of Florida State myself. He's, like you said, he can shoot the ball. He plays great defense. And he'll be a natural fit with their Spurs offense and what they do. So I have Devin Vassell from Florida State myself.
3: I'm a third that Devin Vassell. So he got to be a player. If all three of us are going with it. he better be. Shit.
0: Yeah, I'll make it a fourth man safest oh, pick in the draft man Devin Vassell right here no summer league he's one of the most talented 3 and D wings in the entire draft potential is crazy you put him alongside DeJounte Murray lights out number 12 the Sacramento Kings on the clock what well, they got Jeff
2: this is where I got Sadiq Bay going two years at Villanova he's a wing 6'8 I think it works Make it works right here. Keep that young team, get them going back, get them going forward.
1: Once again, Jeff, same pick, Sadiq from Villanova. He gives the Kings another shooter, and he will space the floor for my guy, Darren Fox, which he needs so he can get in the paint and create. And he has great length and strength on the floor. So I went with Sadiq Bay myself.
3: This is where I went with Aaron Naismith, man, the 6 shooting guard from Vanderbilt. Um, this, is the, this is the only time I've said this in the whole draft, I'm nobody else, but. I think he might be the best two-way player in this draft. But we don't have good luck with first-rounders at Vanderbilt, but hopefully he can change that for us, man. Yeah. My goodness.
0: He won't. Uh, but I have Aaron Naismith as well. And drafting in depth on the wing is a high priority for the Kings, and he fits the franchise mode. He could be a replacement for Bogdanovich or Buddy Hill. Shooting 52% from the three-point line is insane, man, and he can definitely play defense. Um, Sacramento is a place where you come to die as a basketball player, though. We got to get De'Aaron Fox and Harry Giles out of there. Move
2: Damn,
0: right Jake. along to... Huh? Damn. Yeah, for sure. Let's move right along to number 13, the New Orleans Pelicans. Who's the pick and why, Jeff?
2: They, they're trying to drop Drew Holiday. They're going to draft Kyra Lewis right here, the, the, suit, the, the sophomore from Alabama. She's got the three ball. He got he got Zion there to make an easy life on him. He's Kyra Lewis right here.
1: They definitely need a point guard. Like Jeff mentioned, Kira out of Alabama. He has high IQ and he's very efficient with his game. He's, you know, he's very fast and he plays with that extra gear. So Kira Lewis right here from Alabama.
3: I went with the boy Patrick Williams from Florida State. Six eight, two hundred twenty-five pound freshman. Coming in there, play, play with Zion, hopefully bang, bang some bodies around, especially on defensive end, him around big time.
0: Yeah, I have Patrick Williams going here as well. I think he's a potential top 10 sleeper. I have him falling here at 13. He's just another scoring threat alongside Zion Williamson, can play either forward position, especially a defensive playmaker. So, Pat Williams going here, sleeper of the draft. Number 14, the Boston Celtics are on the clock. What you got, Jeff. Uh, I got your boy, man. Cole Anthony. It's your man. <laughs>
2: Cole Anthony's going right here. I do I do think Kimball Walker, even though he's only 30, he didn't play like a 30, 29-year-old. He played like he might be on the other side of the cardiac Kimber days. You bring in this guy right here to spearhead your depth. You know, Boston's going to be you know, a playoff team. and Cole Anthony gets to go into a great position right here.
1: I'm going with Precious sure. From Memphis right here. He's 6'8, 234. He's a great athlete. This and the Celtics are rumored to be infatuated with him. They really love him. He's upside. It's hard to pass on. So I went with a Sakura from Memphis to go to the Boston Celtics.
3: I want I went with RJ Hampton right here. Uh, he's a Celtic player, man. This 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 coach right here, he can he can help, he can help this team out a lot. And he also is going to get them dubbed in the backcourt.
0: Sure. This is where I have Cole Anthony going. Um, This is one of those – it's a pick that's needed. They're about to trade Drew Holiday for Kimball Walker. So you need somebody to come in and play at a high level. I know, Jeff, it's crazy. At the point guard position. And I think Cole Anthony will be a great person to come in spark it up. Kind of similar to how we saw Gary Trent Jr. coming in uh, for the Blazers, man. He'll be good. And I think Cola will find his footing for sure. Let's move on to number 15, the Orlando Magic. Who's the pick and why, Jeff?
2: Here's where I have Patrick Williams going from Florida State. Man, I wish we could have saw this team in a tournament. I think Florida State could have made a lot of noise in the tournament. It could have surprised some people. Now, the street ball's not there, but he's one of those guys that if it pans out right for him, he could be the steal of the draft, like Jay mentioned a second ago. But going to Orlando, he could definitely be the steal of the draft.
1: This is what have R.J. Uh, Hampton going. You know, his stock has been all over the place, and he could possibly make it a lottery if people are willing to work and develop his shot because he has great athleticism. So I have R.J. Hampton going right here to the Orlando Magic.
3: I want Kyle Lewis right here, a sophomore from Alabama, just to help out and make the difference on the team. But hopefully, they can get him and develop
0: him right here at, in Orlando. Orlando's tough for development for sure. But My pick here is Jaden McDaniel, small forward from Washington. This is a McDonald's All-American, man, underperformed for many. I expected him to go to Washington and kill. He did not. A lot of potential. Can play multiple roles in the NBA. Um, just got to find a way to figure out to use this kid. And I hope, man, the situation that Aaron Gordon will be traded, they'll play him and um, – get him going in Orlando, for sure. Number 16, the Portland Trailblazers. Who's the pick?
2: Here's where I got RJ Hamden going, man. He could play both guard positions. It's going to help out Dame or help out CJ. And then, you know, maybe even if he gets his game going the right way, do that small ball lineup with all three of them. So, this is where I got RJ having to
1: go. This is why I got Weezy's boy Aaron Naismith going. You know, he was injured for the second half of the season, so that kind of hurt him. But he still averaged three points, and he shot the ball well, which is what they need. You know, it fixed right – not what they need, but it fixed right in with Portland. That's what they want to do. They want to shoot the ball. So, if you put another shooter with their Portland team to go with CJ and Dame – and Gary Trent Jr. is just another shoot on the perimeter. So I want Aaron Naismith for Portland.
3: I want with Jalen Smith right here, Maryland sophomore. Three point shooting. He, he can help this team with three point shooting a lot.
0: Yep, I have Jalen Smith going here as well. This is one of the most potent three point shooting teams. Um, if you have like Gary Trent Jr., who's now signed with Clutch, Clutch rules the world, Jeff. And you look at this kid as a versatile big. He can't affect shots per se in the post, but he can step out and shoot like Zach Collins, how they used him. So it'd be a very great person to have. Another McDonald's All-American, man, that went to Maryland and figured out his way to get drafted in the first round. Number 17, the Minnesota Timberwolves. Who's the pick and why, fellas?
2: Precious is going right here. He can guard multiple positions, get him some toughness, uh, got a lot of athleticism, Help, help hide Porzingis on the defensive end, depending on who they who they playing on most nights. Here's where I got it going. No, I'm sorry. I said Porzingis. I mean, uh, Carr Anthony Towns. This is
1: what I have Jalen Smith from Maryland going. Like Jay mentioned, he can shoot the three and spread the floor. But on the other end, he's going to block shots and play big. So I have Jalen Smith from Maryland going to the Minnesota Timberwolves.
3: I got pressures going here as well. Everything Jeff just said, man. Hopefully can help out okay, right here and then take take this team to the second playoff appearance in 16
0: years. Yeah, if Minnesota had their chance, they would get him, you know, earlier in the draft. But I think they wouldn't go for need, of course, with Anthony Edwards. They love Preston Zichunwa. If he's even near 17, he's one of the most versatile defenders in the entire draft, fellas. Just an eraser that you could put next to Carl Anthony Towns. Just a great player, man. Great pick. I hope he's there for him in seventeen. Next up, the Dallas Mavericks are on the clock. Who's the pick?
2: I wish this kid would go back to school, honestly. But it's Tyrese Maxey. I like this game. Going to Kentucky is one of my kind of guys, com- you know, combo guard, scorer. Just didn't have enough time in Kentucky. I think this kid, if he, if he really had the opportunity, I really wish he'd go back to school one more year. We we missed out on seeing him finish up his college year, but going to going to Dallas right now. I
1: agree, Jeff. I have Tyrese Maxey going here as well. He's a compact score first combo guard. He struggles shooting the ball at Kentucky, but he is a great finisher, and he's going to guard on the other end. So I have Tyrese Maxey going right here to Dallas.
3: I want Tyrese Maxey also for everything Lock like and Jeff just said.
0: The only reason Jeff likes his gig is he's a, he's a clutch kid. Jeff loves the clutch players. Yeah, Tyrese Max is going here. Man, they want him bad. Um, he's just the best as a secondary player who can create off the bounce. His defensive impact on that Dallas team, nobody plays defense except for Porzingis, and that's just at the rim. He can't guard on the perimeter. He'll be an immediate jolt of lightning for the Mavs, man. So a great pick here at 18. Number 19, the Brooklyn Nets. Who's the pick and why?
2: I haven't mentioned clutch at all. This draft, by the way, I haven't said the word "clutch" at all.
0: You said it. You said every show. You say "clutch." Every <laughs>
2: show. <laughs> all right, Brooklyn Nets at nineteen are going to take Jalen Smith. They need a big. They need a young. A young big. They need a young big. Run the floor. Work well with the with with, with KD. Work well with Kyrie. Give him some space. Clog up the middle. Yeah, shout out to him. It's going to be a solid pick for them. Jalen Smith.
1: I have him taking another bid, but a small power for a big Isaiah Stewart out of Washington. You know, he's a, has great work ethic. He's gonna run the floor, like you said. They need Jeff. And he should be able to contribute to them early. He's 6'8 out of Washington. So I want Isaiah Stewart for the Brooklyn Knicks. This
3: this is where I got this where I got Jay's boy, man. Cole Anthony going. <laughs> good luck, because he gotta learn he got to learn behind uh <laughs> Kevin Durant and uh Kyrie Irving. So good luck with that. Of being
0: developed <laughs> That would make sense He's a New York kid I'm happy he's not going there This is the pick for RJ Hampton This is a combo guard Nice handles that you guys mentioned earlier Can play either guard position Giving uh, the Nets Some help man as far as depth In the back because They're about to trade that entire team To get a player So that'll be a great pick for them You know a need pick for sure Number twenty, the Miami Heat are on the clock. Who's the pick and why?
2: <laughs> the Goran Dragic replacement, Trey Jones from Duke. Good defender, shot thirty-six percent from three. I think he's going to be, you know, somebody who, if it doesn't work out, you can stash him away on your bench and let him develop. But I think eventually, as Gordon gets a little longer in the tooth, Trey Jones got a shot here.
1: I have a point guard going here, too, Jeff, but I have Tyrell Terry from Stanford. He's another shooter that the Heat can spread the floor with, and he's another guard they can groom for going Drogic, like you said. Dave. he turns out well and Drogic has gone, he'll get thrown into the fire. If not, that's another guard they can bring off the bench They can still spread the floor and shoot the ball.
3: I had Trey Jones going right here, too, sophomore from Duke. Um, good luck on playing time behind Gordon Drogic. But uh,
0: that's why I had him going right here. Yeah, I got Trey going here as well. Finally, a Duke player gets off the board. That's something that doesn't happen a lot, man. I'll let you know uh, those guys, they're they're over-recruiting for sure. But not a splashy prospect. Menacing on-ball defender. That's why he will get playing time. The only thing with him, is a little thin in the cakes. So it's going to take him a little time to pack on some weight. Decision-making skills are great, man. He'll be great playing alongside um, Tyler Harrow if he's still there. So I have Trey Jones going here. Number 21, Philadelphia 76ers. Who's the pick and why?
2: The Luca effect is still going, man. Uh, this And also the Sixers. They're going to move Ben Simmons off the point this year, apparently. Even if Ben Simmons is still going to be there, that's a whole other question. But they draft Theo Meldon from France. Nice ball handler. Got a lot of upside apparently. He's I like his highlight reel. So the male down right here. Six four.
1: I'm gonna go with Josh Green from Arizona. He's a talented two guard who can defend. And in the open court, he's an athlete. Now he does have to work on his shooting, but I think he'll fit in with the seventy six. They haven't found their two guard in a while that they've been trying to get. So I went with Josh Green from Arizona.
3: This is right here Westman with Desmond. Desmond Bain, guard from TCU, senior guard to Philadelphia.
0: This is Desmond Bain for sure. This is the best shooter in the entire draft, y'all, we're not talking about. He's still of the draft at the wing position. He. This is the thing. Philly finds a way to get a player like this every year. They trade him, and then they go somewhere else and absolutely kill, man. So this is a great, great pick for them. Desmond Bain, TCU, shooter. Move right along to number twenty two, the Denver Nuggets. Who's the pick and why, Jeff?
2: Young Isaiah Stewart, freshman from Washington. He's undersized to play the five in the league, but I think he can, you know, adjust to being a four and develop. And with that team right there, that's with that team that's loaded already. He's only going to get better with the competition. He's going to see every day in practice. So this is Isaiah Stewart right here.
1: I went Robert Woodard, the second out of Mississippi State. He's a combo forward who has all the tools that is selling in the NBA. He's athletic. He has a strong build, and he can spread the floor and hit the open three-point shot. So, give me Robert Woodard II out of Mississippi State.
3: I also went with Isaiah Stewart, four right here from Washington. He's a more traditional big, though. So, good luck with that being in the guard.
0: My pick here is Jay Scrub, the JUCO player, uh, the National JUCO Player of the Year. Jay Scrub is one of those players who's supposed to go to Louisville, but decided to put his name in the draft. Absolute steal. If he goes to Louisville, he's a top 10 pick next year. He did not. We all know why. Jay Scrub here helping the Denver Nuggets. I hope they get him right here for sure. Move right along to the number 23 pick, the Utah Jazz. Who's the pick and why, Jeff? 6'6
2: six, six freshman from Arizona, going Josh Green. He's he going to develop into something that, you know, is going to be considered a steal for where they're going to draft him at, as long as they can keep him stashed away. He's not ready yet, though. He's not ready yet. Don't put him out there yet. It's going to suck that he's not going to have a summer league to kind of play with his, you know, play around his peers and stuff like that, but Josh Green. This is
1: where I have Cole Anthony falling to. You know, they have Mike Conley, but he's getting a little little longer than two. You know, they he had a tough freshman year. He didn't have the year they thought he was going to have. But he'll be fine. He's a streaky scorer, but he can finish at the rim.
0: My pick with Utah is Nico Mannion, top five player in the country uh, that went to Arizona, McDonald's All-American, pass first point guard, just a phenom in high school. Uh, He was a a top five pick, guys, if he didn't go to Arizona. Struggled to develop space and consistently score against Pac-12 opponents, man. One of his best-selling points, though, is his outside shot. He's not making threes. His offensive game can seem a little limited. That's what hurt him at Arizona. So Nico, man, the redhead assassin from Arizona. Let's move right on to number twenty-four, the Milwaukee Bucks. Who's the pick and why, Jeff?
2: Malachi Flynn, man, another point guard. You know, Six-one. He's going to be the guy that can run the team. He's he's your supervisor. You know what I mean? He's your floor manager. That's what he is right there, Malachi Flynn. This is why I have
1: Desmond Bain from TCU come off the bench. Like Jay mentioned, he's probably going to be one of the best shooters that comes in this draft. He gets his feet set quick, and he can get the ball off fast. They need shooters to help Giannis, if he's there, to spread their floor so Giannis can get to the paint.
0: Um, I have Theo Maldonon right here, point guard from France. He can fill a role right away with his experience playing overseas, he handle the ball, play off the ball, pause, and a type of combo guard. Who could be a real asset in Milwaukee's system, considering the fact that they're about to trade a couple of people as well. Let's move around right on to number 25, the Oklahoma City Thunder. Who's the pick, Jeff? Should be your guy right here.
2: I'm I want to know who you think I'm going with. I'm going with Josh McDaniels right here from Washington. <laughs> it's not you. I really feel it's not. Power forward. Oh, um, they need they they made a playoff run. They need a lot though. And he's somebody 6'9 he's forward. Play one season in Washington. He's got a lot of potential, though. I would this is the draft full of potential. Hopefully these guys reach their ceiling. And he's just a guy you pick in the stash away and hoping in two or three years he's he's somebody you can depend on.
1: i went with the power four right here too, Jeff. But this will have Zeke Najee going from Arizona. Like we mentioned, he has great mobility and a good scoring touch. He has a quick first step for a guy to 6'10 that can get by defenders to his size and he can drill
0: a little bit. Um I have Vernon Carey going here. Duke freshman, another McDonald's All-American, gives him some flexibility It somewhat could be a powerful center. I know he's a dinosaur, but he has playmaking abilities to kind of spread it out to kind of help out the people on the roster already. Number 26, the Boston Celtics are up. Who you got and why?
2: Celtics so got three first-round picks, which is insane. That, that whole stash where the picks thing didn't really play out how they thought it was, because then turn into Anthony Davis. Well, you know, whatever. So here's where they take Leandro Balmaro and stash him away for a couple of years because he's going to be in Barcelona for a while. So when he comes back, he's a Tony Kukos type guy. I
1: have Grant Rilla from Charleston right here. He's a productive player with a great shot maker who's proven it over four seasons. You don't see a lot of these in the first round of somebody stayed in school for four years, but he has great finishing ability and he can finish with both hands, kind of like. Kyrie as far as a layup package. So I'm going go with Grant Rilla from Charleston right here.
0: I have Leandro Balmaro going here for everything that Jeff said. He's gonna play in Barcelona next year. They don't have enough space on the damn roster. So in turn, they're gonna have a drafting stash. Let's move right along to number 27, the New York Knicks. On the clock, who's the pick and why, Jeff?
2: Going with the upperclassman, young Desmond Bain from TCU. He can shoot the ball. He's 6'6. Knicks just the Knicks need everything. They need everything just to get another player, another body, another young body to get to grow with the team. That's what he is.
1: I'm going with Jaden McDaniels out of Washington. You don't see too many 16 players that can move the way he does. He's quick, and he just has a lot of talent. He hasn't been really efficient, but that's about how the Knicks get players. So I went with Jaden McDaniels right here out of Washington. I went with Tyrell Terry, guard right here from Stanford, freshman guard.
0: Sure, I agree as well. Tyrell Terry goes here from Stanford undersized like you guys mentioned earlier but just one of the best pure shooters at the position in the draft need some time to mature but he is going to be tough man he's going to be a tough player for them a long time low risk high reward Tyrell Terry number 28 the Los Angeles Lakers pick this is a lock pick everybody I'm telling you this is going to happen who you got going why, Joe?
2: <laughs> okay I can't wait to hear what you say I got Wheezy going right here Young Cassius Winston. Look, man, they need they need depth. He's a he's a floor general. He's a senior. He's an upperclassman. He's a guy that's fun to watch. He's he's a hard-nosed kid. All the coaching um adjectives that coaches use. You know what i mean? you know what I mean? Coach Like You know what I'm talking about. All those superlative words you throw out there for players. It's Cassius
1: Winston. He's the guy. He's dependable. He's your coach on the floor. They need the point guard. We don't know if they're going to have Rondo there. So he's the perfect guy to come in. He can learn under LeBron. LeBron will lead him the right way, and he won't have to do too much. Just come in, play the point guard, and be the coach's player that we need you to be. So young Cassius Winston for sure from Michigan State.
3: <laughs> I'm a third that Cassius Winston. They say I look like him, but I don't see it. Um yeah, but I'm thinking about that When you go play with LeBron You play for him a good year Then somebody else comes along And then he trades you for him So, good luck <laughs> just Winston.
0: No, good, for sure. good. This is a lot This is going to happen They don't trade the pick If they get DeMar DeRozan But this is just a reliable shooter 43% career Three-point shooter, man Four-year college general he, Hey, this is a guy This is a lot Number, Number
2: two, Is new Mario Chalmers
3: Mario Chalmers just didn't
2: leave, what, what, four years? What? But for the heat, who I'm talking about, just Mario Chalmers with the heat. That's who he's going to
0: be. Mario Chalmers played longer than four years. He definitely played longer than four years, I think. I'm sure, more than four years. He felt like it anyway. Number 29 is the next pick. The Toronto Raptors on the clock. Jeff, who they got?
2: From Arizona, young Nico Mannion, the guard of, Fred, of, of Van Vliet is out of there. He said he's going to get the bang. He's not going to be shy about it. So they're going to need to replace him. And this is going to help you with depth behind Kyle Lowry, young Nico Mania.
1: I went with Paul Reed from DePaul. You know, he has a good length and agility. He's developed into a good pick and pop threat, which we know Kyle Lowry does a lot of. He can defend at the rim, And he's one of the best overall defenders in his class. So give me Paul Reed from DePaul.
0: With this pick, I have Josh Green going here on a loaded Arizona squad, another McDonald's All-American. Didn't get to fully showcase his full arsenal. Still, you know, just fond memories of him being a top five player in the high school draft class. So, yeah, man, super athleticism can play at a high level. He'll be great for uh, the Raptors. Give me Josh Green here. The last pick in the first round, the Boston Celtics. Who's the pick and why?
2: Um, I'm going with the freshman from Duke, Vernon Carey Jr. They need front court help in Boston. And if nothing else, he can be that. And if it doesn't work, hell, they got four other draft picks in the first round. So this is just another one of those. This is like, we're going to talk about this a little bit later. This is the house money pick. They're just playing with house money at this point.
1: (laughs) This is why I have Weezy's boy, Alakishki Pokovishki from Serbia. He's an upside player. He is the youngest player in the draft. But he's probably a few years away, so like Jeff mentioned, they have picks just to get rid of. So he probably won't come to the NBA for another few years, but he's from Serbia, so I go with Poku, as they like to call him. Yeah, we said that damn name. Um, I went right here with Xavier Tillman from
3: Michigan State, man, junior, junior 6'8", 245, big man, seven foot wingspan, Xavier Tillman.
0: Yeah, man, this is the pick right here. You got to get a guy that can come in and set some hard screens – Rebounds like he's a seven footer. And this is Xavier Tillman to the death, man. Probably won't play a lot in Boston. Bit on the size of his position, but those are the little things that are high level to affect winning for sure. And that is show 343. Uh, took a little while, but we got the whole first round done. You will see us watch the draft as well. See if these picks are correct. Give Weezy hell about his picks as well. Myself and Locke. And I think Jeff will go. You usually go you know 30 for 30 with these don't you Jeff that's what he said damn
2: close yeah especially yeah. last year man you know the last couple of years have been spot on you know my my you know in depth <laughs> research in depth yeah, research sure.
0: for sure the research shows Jeff the research shows Jeff for sure <laughs> <laughs> we appreciate y'all showing and listening and watching and supporting everything that we do here don't forget to enter the full sport press hoodie giveaway for our FSP newsletter, all you have to do, sign the link tree located in our IG bio. Seven full days to enter that. Check us out, man, on YouTube as well. Got more content coming for your head tops. Anything before we get out of here, fellas. Rate and subscribe.
1: Give us those five stars. Give it those thumbs up we need. Em.
2: Patreon, 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 Patreon.
0: Sure, man. Hey, Jeff, a little hookah still ain't worth it.
2: Hey, hookah ain't worth it. Please, please put that hookah down. Go in the house. Go home. read your own person. Let's binge some podcasts. You
0: know, watch you know, some drafts. Do some.
2: Rewatch some of your old favorite shows. They're all on streaming service. And Chappelle shows everywhere. Chappelle you know, show. You know, Chappelle, Chappelle show. Chappelle Chappelle show. show. Put, the-
3: put the. I don't believe y'all saying the Chappelle Chappelle show. <laughs>
0: Things um, oh, my Yeah, for sure. Clayton <laughs> Why you go come? Clean- oh my god. Two questions, man. Mm-mm. Throughout the week of Full Sport Press, man. Don't forget to comment, give us a thumbs up or a thumbs down on the YouTube page. On the iTunes page, please write, subscribe. and more importantly, man, don't forget to tell a friend.
2: To tell a friend.
0: Tell a friend.
2: To tell a friend.
1: Coach Locke. Get a drummer song. Wheezy.
0: (laughs) Everything you pay for.
2: Yeah. The camera is always on, brother.
0: Damn right, man. The Revolution will be podcasted. We are out.
2: Life moves pretty fast. If you don't stop and look around once in a while, you could miss it.
3: Thank you for listening to the Full Sport Press Podcast. To catch up on prior episodes, visit the SoundCloud page. And don't forget to tell a
0: friend to tell a friend. The revolution will be podcasted.